keep doing it wrong, then it's I'll be like worse. an 80-year-old woman who's in 80 years of doing it wrong. Welcome to the Awesome Train, everybody. Awesome Train radio podcast, episode number 49. Greg's back, Louise is back, we're all back. Hey, guys. This is my jam, dude. Welcome back, everybody. That was the song Animal by Neon Trees. End of Summer Jam. That's the end of Summer Jam. End of Summer. I love it. That's how you're wrapping up your summer with that song? Well, I mean, it's been around for quite some time now, Jonathan. Well, Greg, we haven't seen you in so long. It's good to be back. Why don't you tell us what you've been up to? I mean, it's just such an open-ended question that I I hate. Lots of stuff. Nothing really. Weddings, bachelor parties, work. Greg, have you been up to any eye-dosing, perhaps? What the hell is eye-dosing? Oh, Louise, this is the hot-button issue for... I think I know what it is. Parents in the know. Can I tell you what I think it is? Sure. Is this where the kids are doing shots of alcohol through their eye? Wrong. Damn it. (laughs) Do the kids do that? That was a news story I saw once. Remember, because I was telling you they were talk- they're talking about girls who were soaking their tampons in vodka and then yeah. inserting them and then going through the Oh, did day. we do that on the podcast? No, I think I just... Oh. It's just hey, what Louise and I talk about when I we do that. told me about that on our, on our trip to Lowe's to get our patio furniture for our deck. Does that work? How do you remember this? We're walking through Lowe's and Jonathan's like, listen to what girls are doing now. And I'm like, yeah. oh, God. I can't so imagine It just that. allows them to, like, to stay drunk during the day without obviously having the smell of alcohol in their breath. What, does it just soak in through the vag walls? Yeah. I can't Please. imagine that's Girl how for optimal <laughs> vaginal health. No, oh, I'm it sure it's not. Terrible. I mean, it's probably killing a lot of stuff up there, but... Uh, yeah. I do that and I'll jam an a, a, a alcohol-soaked <laughs> tampon up my ass and just get hammered. I'm not even going to lie. I think I heard they, they mentioned that same thing in this article. Yeah. You know what? Why not? Let's yeah. live a little, guys. No, Maybe so eye dosing. Think more along of iPods, iMacs. Is eye dosing what my roommate does? Where you buy, like, three iMacs, two MacBooks, <laughs> and just go iPod, <laughs> iPhone, iPad. He has a lot of stuff. No. This I want to smash it all. This and is then a, doesn't know how to use half of it? This yeah. is a news report. About some certain type of songs that if you close your eyes, put on headphones, and listen to them, there's like no vocals, you're supposed to be able to get the sensation of a high from listening to these things. I support this. I mean, that's pretty healthy. It's not healthy. healthy. (laughs) I mean, you're definitely, I mean, I, I honestly tried listening to it once and it kind of freaked me out a little bit. I want to do it. Like, I want to say, I want to say I shook a little bit from this whole thing. What? Well, I'll tell you what. First, we'll just listen to this new story, and then we'll... What kinds of stuff do you subject yourself to all in the name of... Awesome train research? Yeah, yeah seriously. The internet craze. Have you ever heard this of guy this? looks it's like Ted Koppel and Conan O'Brien had a and baby. And websites are luring <laughs> yeah. kids with free downloads of so-called digital drugs, which are audio files designed to induce drug-like effects. Adriana Ivashinsky has just returned from Mustang Live with the details on this alarming new... Greg's getting a breaking news story. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, share with the listeners, Greg. It's it's an inside joke. Oh, oh that's uh, great. Awesome train listeners love All that. Right, <laughs> Shh, 
quite Brent, proud. I've got to admit, I'd never heard of it before. Kelly, parents really need to listen up on this one. That's because all kids need to experience these digital drugs are headphones, their computer, and an MP3 player. Though the websites that tout them say they're a safe and legal way to get high, the theory is it could this lead to illegal I, drug I use. So this is the same. This is what they're playing right now. Is a sample of the music. Digital drugs are all over the internet, touting a free, legal, safe way to get high. Oh my God! And images of teenagers trying it are all over YouTube. Oh, this is what it's I want to see. It's these images that has a lot of parents, educators, and law enforcement officials with the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics concerned. Kids are going to flock to these sites just to see what it's about, and it, it can lead them other places. Causes shaking and it laughing. What is like this? Causes laughing and shaking. Yeah. And you use binaural or two-tone technology to alter your brain waves and mental state. Kelly Johnson is a parent and teacher and had never even heard of eye dosing or digital drugs until before. now. Well, it's just scary, definitely scary uh, to know that, you know, just one more thing, <laughs> one more thing to look out for. Recently, Mustang Public right. School sent out a... That's enough of that. Let's, yeah. That's a up. Let's go see what we can find. Let's no, go find some drugs. Know. Let's not listen oh, to Oh, come it. on, Louise. It alters your brain waves. Oh, my gosh. My brain waves are altered enough. Gates of Hades. Gates of Hades. This is a big one, man. Close your eyes. <laughs> I don't like this at all. This is like haunted house music. Yeah. Trying to find the one that I had listened to. Some weird. I mean, this shit. has to be a joke if people are really concerned about this. I'm telling you, the one I listened to, I was like, <laughs> the Leviticus I dose. Well, this is, sounds like. Some, what is that? I don't know. Plus, why does it seem like they're relating this to like? Oh, they're all like Satan or like yeah, Jesus Satan, related. Satan it's so weird. Stuff. Oh, here we go, guys. I think this is just a stupid band saying, hey, this is eye-dosing, when it's clearly not. I'm telling you, the one I listened to was freaky. That Gates of Hades thing we just listened to was pretty effed up. Like, the one I listened to was just like... Oh, you're not, you're not, in a, you're not where you want to be. Just, like, slowly started getting louder. Remember afterwards, I was just kind of like... I don't know. I was not comfortable. My friend, yeah, of Gates of Hades. Yeah, they're all like. So, if anybody wants things. to listen, you can go on to YouTube basically and look for iDoser or Gates of Hades. There's just more user videos. Yeah, like people's reactions. Like when they put all the reactions to Two Girls, One Cup on YouTube. Or they put reactions to gamers fighting off. Uh, <laughs> fighting off some burglars coming into their store. Well, I guess that wasn't as exciting as I hoped for. I'm kind of intrigued now. I think it's messed up. I'm telling you, go home, just see, find a couple tracks. I, I, did, I unfortunately did not do my due diligence and yeah. have the best one. It is messed up. Do you need, like, special headphones or you no. just go? I think you just need, I mean, they were showing, like, earbuds on this thing. I think wow. you just have to, like, put yourself in, like, a calm, quiet space and do this. And just go to town. Like, and I've seen some of these videos and these, like, kids, like, are, like, not, like, having, like, a epileptic fit, but they're, like, like shaking, like yeah, well, like out of, out of like uncontrollable. It does not interest me in the least. This is how you, according to Louise, she thinks this is a healthy way to get high, Greg. That's well, what you did say. You did say that. I didn't realize that they alter your brain. It, it, it's affecting your brain waves. Yeah, anything alters stuff. your brain waves. Mm. Deep no, breathing. like this one, you could hear like it kind of like run. going from tone to tone, from ear to ear. I know it's pretty well. Raise your right hand if you hear it in your right ear. You ever take like a hearing test? Mm -hmm. I think it's messed up. I think it's creepy. I and I don't like it. It's just another thing to make me worry about with our kids. You echo the sentiments of, like, Mary Clarence, concerned parent and teacher. Yeah. See, Louise, you're always telling me I'm being ridiculous about the stuff I want to uh, worry about with my kids. Yeah. Uh, well, let's just hope that none of our kids are like you, where they're like, oh, I'll go try it out. I'm going to try it out. Why not? Listen at night in the darkness alone. That's what this track says. I dose poop. I don't know what that means. Maybe he gets so high he takes a poop. Maybe. That'd be pretty sweet. Mm. <laughs> Way to clean your bowels. Really? 
Yeah, the one I listened to was something like this. Like, it's, like, very satanic. Yeah, they all have, like, Satan images and stuff. I don't know why that's necessarily part connected. Alright, listeners, if you're driving your car, you might want to pull over. <laughs> it's like satanic chanting. This is fucked up. This is more like... Like, the picture that's showing online is a picture of, like, a skull with, like, satanic symbols in the <laughs> front of his skull. And it says, I dosing magic. Hi, <laughs> dosing magic! People are weird. People yes. are weird and, like, searching so bad for dark shit. Alright, after listening to a few of these, I'm convinced anybody who shakes or anything... He's trying to hear what he's saying. There's a subliminal message in here. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> you guys are freaky. I think he's saying, listen to the awesome train. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, no, moving he's on. He's clearly saying something. I definitely thought I heard Satan a few times. Moving on. Jeez, I don't know what to jump to. Hmm. So <laughs> many <laughs> options. So many options. Alright. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Oh, jeez. I'll throw this one off there first. This is a guy... Basil Marceau. Looks like Mike Holmgren. Running for Tennessee governor. This is his official ad campaign. Now, I first heard about this... You know, this. multimedia today. Yeah. It's because I think the listeners appreciate hearing things as opposed to just us saying, hey, this is a really funny picture. We're coming in high tech. We're so, coming back high tech. Guys. First, this is 2010. I had first heard them talking about this on Stern because the whole reason this is coming to light is because with political campaigns, these people... If there's five people running and you cover one of them, you have to give equal time across the board. So they have, like, an actual interview with this guy. But this was, I guess, just his campaign ad that I found tonight. So, as Greg said, it looks like Mike Holmgren. Wait, so if Stern wants to, if he wants to interview somebody, he has to interview their opposite? Is that what you're saying? No, you this is for, like, news stations. Like, if local news okay. want to talk about, to, like, one of the representatives, they have to talk to all four of them and give them equal time. So, like, they have to give the Democrat, the Republican, and, like, the so Thompson party, like and, like, Timmy, who's running com- on his own And complete mind. lunatics like this guy. So this guy, okay. Yeah. Equal airtime on their airwaves. <laughs> Hello, citizens. This is BasilMarceau.com. Republican candidate for governor of Tennessee. I want to put in this building, the Capitol behind me here. Look how he's nervous so and swaying. I can do my issues. Do my issues more freer than you were yesterday. When I become your governor, I'm gonna move the capital, capital of the Chattanooga, Tennessee, state building with Don Sunquist for the temporary office. You can't be serious. Clean house and get rid of all the funny part is he looks dead serious. That ruined our politic program in Tennessee. This guy looks drunk. He's been doing eye dosing before filming this. This is up as loud as possible, but this is just not good audio. I wish people could see this. We'll link to this. I won't take any campaign contributions. I'd rather lose than take campaign contributions. What is he wearing around his neck? He's got a a police badge around his neck. Can I ask a question? Of Basil Marceau? No, of you and Louise. And I don't want to get yelled at for asking this question. Oh, is, does he have, like, downs or something? No, I don't I think, think he's so. Drunk. I think he's from Tennessee. And <laughs> he's from country. He's a country maybe, guy. Yeah. Greg, I mean, he's met maybe. all sorts of people. He said he's the Republican candidate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Did you ever say at the beginning? No, I said Basil Marceau. Marceau. Louise. Republican I think candidate. that's a good segue for our uh, Charleston family, oh, Jonathan. Louise, that's a tease, because we're going to take a break first. Oh. oh. We've got some, Greg, we've got some personal ditties to, to share with you about the, ditties. Going, you guys wrote bonus songs? the goings-ons <laughs> of Southern hospitality. Okay, now this is part of his campaign. He, <laughs> wants, he wants to plant vegetation. Vegetation mm. on all vacant lots. On all vacant lots. That they take from us when we build roads. That they take from us. I thought he said something about build roads. They, they take from us when they build roads. That's what he said. Who's they? Know. Exactly. And plant and turn it into ethanol. The state. And cash it in for gas or money. Then gas and money. <laughs> stop traffic stops. Stop traffic stops. To the oath. All I know Let's is I'm only seeing the bullet <laughs> points, uh, um, listeners, fly, fly because I don't right. have headphones, because Greg's back. Uh, I think he also is for going back to the Confederate flag. Of course and he so is. Jonathan's from the South. Here As we in, have make the flag fly right. Plant oh. vegetation, generate ethanol, gas and money. 
Make flag fly right. Do you think the bullet point white font lettering is part of his ad, or like the YouTube guy posted? Oh it no, I think it was part of his ad. Removed a gold print flag. Stop traffic stops. From our society. Listen to gold the gold friend flag. And once again, I ask you all to vote for me. Pledge allegiance to the flag. Oh my gosh. Flashing vote. vote for Basil now. In red, white, and blue. Pray to my maker, the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh my, my good Lord. He reminds me of the villain that was with the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> the good old the guy with the big Basil, the new boys. His ending looked like an Atari sign. <laughs> oh gosh, it was terrible. All right, as Louise teased up next, we're gonna be talking about some vacation stories that we experienced down in South I like Carolina. I think I do. Oh, this song, Gary. This song is "Ghost Train" by Summer Camp. Off of who knows what. I honestly couldn't find anything about these people. So, anyway, come back. We'll talk about some vacation stories, some Basil Marceau sightings, so on and so forth. That the brand is always there, Greg. Dude, that song sounds like eye dosing. I did. You get shaky on that a little bit. Is that why you ran to the bathroom and farted and pissed? <laughs> I ran to the bathroom in our studio. In our, in our studio. studio. In the studio. Hey, that I was is. thinking about it while I was oh, pissing. Wait. Oh, go ahead. I was thinking about how I was using the studio facilities. I'd probably vote for Basil Marcel. Why? Two reasons. Number one... He wants he, to make the flag fly right. <laughs> he wants to make the flag fly He wants to get rid of the gold fringe flag. <laughs> he does. Number two, he's just a guy who stands by what he believes in. Now, granted, what he believes in is, is, is a little bit ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. and we all lunacy. sit there and laugh at him. <laughs> it is lunacy, but he's at least honest. All these other people just blow smoke up your ass and then just do whatever the people with money tell him to do. He's at least honest and says, I don't even want campaign funding. I'm going to make this sweet ass I don't want ad. campaign funding. I'd rather lose. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I've got a feeling he's gone. I want to take over vacant lots and plant grass and use that for ethanol and <laughs> money. Gas and money. <laughs> money. <laughs> All right. He's got, some, he's got some new ideas. He just really needs someone to help drive him home. He doesn't uh, have any money. He needs just to work on his public image more than anything. I liked his public image. Sheriff badge hanging around his You liked his public image where you <laughs> yeah. question whether he had Down syndrome or not? <laughs> no, seriously. I'm, I basically got my vote, buddy. If you're listening, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are, Basil. We're promoting BasilMarceau.com right here on The Awesome Train. <laughs> Where was he, Nashville? No, Tennessee, yeah. You're, a, you're our, you're the official Awesome Train sponsored candidate. Get some flyers uh, up there. <laughs> you get some flyers out down there, we'll get some flyers out up here. Mary. Well. Mary Louise. Right. Listeners. We went to South Carolina last week, and we met a whole bunch of different people down south, man. It is a whole different way of life. You might be offending our southern listeners. It's crazy. 
I mean, I definitely... I didn't think it was... It wasn't bad. There were just some interesting characters we came oh, across. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of like the Odyssey. It was our long voyage to and from... Like the sirens yeah. and yeah. the yeah. goat yeah. people, they were all there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Medusa. Cyclops. So, Jonathan, yeah. well, why don't we tell about our family first, and then you could tell about your our, our ocean oh. adventures. Whatever you want, Louise. This okay. is the equivalent of girl talk to me. All right, so Greg, so and listeners, girl talk. So vacation. We went to Hilton Head vacation, for a couple of days. Vacation memories. <laughs> and then we went to Hilton Head, or we went from Hilton Head to Charleston. And while we were at Charleston, it was so hot that we decided to go to the beach one day. Okay, so now this is where I tell I hate a lot to, of details. I, said, I hate to do this, Come but on. for the sake of the brevity, well then you have keep to keep it short. You, you intro it, yeah, and I'll get into the. You have your list of things. Just look at your list and go off of that. I don't yeah. use. So we stopped over in Charlotte, and it was great Hampton Inn, <laughs> yeah. and the pool was nice. I've got to say, I like the way you tell stories, but you could have just said we went to the beach one I can't. Day. I mean, it's you really could have just started the story there. To me, I have a picture it of it in my It was really head. hot, and we were on our way on 75 South. We were heading towards no, we uh, Chattanooga. No, we never went through Chattanooga. Yeah, okay. But to me, like, I need to paint it. I have an image in my head, and so I need to paint okay, the Okay, pretend your head is DVR and go to the point that matters. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good analogy. Okay. I like that. So we're laying, we're at the beach, and I'm with Penelope <laughs> laying on the beach, and Jonathan has the kids in the ocean. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, where we parked our stuff is like five feet away from where this other family has parked their stuff, which is weird because it's a pretty open beach. Okay. And it's a mom and a girl that I see start that put down their stuff. Well, then it ends up being two girls, a mom and a dad. And they're, like, first the dad's sitting there, and I'm building Luke this fort at the sand, so I'm just sitting there doing stuff around our little place, and all of a sudden I hear the dad screaming at the top of his lungs, I don't give a damn! This is my vacation, and I work seven hours, twelve hours, seven days a week for seven weeks, so I don't even care! That's how it starts. He's always addressing his wife. So I'm like, oh my gosh, saying GD, yeah. Cussing is... It's one of those things where, like, Louise was on the beach, and so she caught some of it and I was in the water so I caught some of it and it's I wish we had talked more because we didn't really recap this to each other till like later that night but I wish I had been aware of everything she knew because I would have like hung out with these people during the day just kind of taking it all in because I thought these people were awesome they were definitely awesome so well this guy so this guy's cussing so I'm like oh man I'm like swearing t- it's like throwing out the GD and I'm like oh man we got little kids around this is terrible well, then it goes on. So then the mom, the mom and the girls go into the water. Where I well, was. then, like, periodically, one of the girls, like the like a big, frumpy, afroed girl, would come back and she'd be like, Dad! Like, let's say the girl's name in the water was Michelle. She'd be like, Michelle's being so mean to me! She's being a bully! She's taking my shells! She's putting me underwater! <laughs> These two girls How are probably. How old do you think they were? Yeah. When Based you on your story, this? like, eight and five. Okay, they were like 13 and 14. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so, and then they were, like, giant girls. Like, they were, like, ten like feet Like, chubs? Yeah, like, they one were... One of them was very chubby, in my opinion. Tall. The other one was just taller and skinny. They were both very tall. One was a thick, beastly of a girl, the other one was just tall and skinny. <laughs> they have developing breasts? I don't think so. That's mm. weird. I mean, That's the, weird the chubbier one did, but... So, anyway, so... That's weird to ask, So, the <laughs> dad, who was, a, a, like, a maniac psycho to his wife, immediately softened and was like, Oh, baby, you come here and let me tell you. Let, let me take care of you. Like, it was kind of creepy. seducing her? It was kind of creepy. So, he gets up and takes that girl out into the ocean, okay? So, now, the mom comes back. Because the mom and the dad are fighting. Okay. So the mom's back at the beach by herself. The dad's out in the ocean with the two girls, one being the one he's really nice to and the other being the one who's being the bully. Mm-hmm. So the bully comes back to the mom, and I'm sitting on the beach, and I'm laying out because at this point Penelope's sleeping. Mm-hmm. So all I do is hear their story. Unnecessary. Go on. <laughs> so so at this point, I've applied lotion three times, <laughs> SPF 75. I put on my hat because the sun yeah, is just I did dreadful. It. I didn't. I got really burdened that day because I didn't have a lot Honey. of time to apply. Okay, so anyway, so the bully so comes the back. So the bully bigger daughter comes out of the water. <laughs> the bully comes back and goes, Ma, Ma, Dad's being so mean to me. He's cussing me out and embarrassing me in front of all my friends. Tell me he wishes I wasn't even born. <laughs> no, <what? laughs> did you hear that in the water? Like I, I had to close my eyes so that I, I could wish get I my arms out. I wish I had. Who were all of her friends? 
beach. It's just like <laughs> random people they like like stand next to during the beach and they're like, hey, you want to go play in the water? Like jo- Jonathan then. So I hear this and I'm like, oh, this place is awful. Like what kind of white trash people? So in my head I'm thinking, gosh, if I was ever on Wife Swap and I had to go into this family, I'm like, I would kill myself. For the longest time of the vacation, Louise and I would just be like, Ma, Dad's cussing me out. He's <laughs> embarrassing me in front of my friends, wishing I was never born. I mean, can mom, you imagine your dad wait, wait. on a daily basis telling you he wishes you were yeah, never born? Yeah, well, then the mom is really yeah. serious, and the mom's like, your dad is just really, he's just feeling sorry for himself, and that's what his problem is. And I'm like, what is going on with these crazy awesome. people? Yeah, so what I saw in the water was, like, the mom was out there with the two girls, and they're swimming around, like, collecting shells, and I don't know what was happening. Like, they were dropping shells, they were, like, hitting each other, left and right, it was just like, pandemonium and at one point like the chubbier girl's like <laughs> like starts like whimpering and i was like what's wrong honey she's like she took my shell and the other girl's like i didn't take her shell she dropped it i'll get it for you though i can find it with my foot so they start digging and then like, digging and so the mom says to the other one she's like come here baby come here and like takes in her arm and like like starts like coddling her like like i told louise like we would do with our one-year-old like kiss her, like oh, does that does that make you feel you better? Are you kidding me? I was just like, so are you kidding me? What is wrong with these people? That's, That's why I was like, so I wish Louise was bizarre. telling me this stuff because I would have just like swam around them all day, yeah. just to hear these people talk and try and get into their lives. Those girls will be will be uh, emotionally healthy when they're older. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, so ridiculous. So, but one another thing that happened that was a really funny story. It's a really quick story. Is so I'm building this board for Luke. And Luke, while well, he, he's our five-year-old son, while well, he were on vacation, we picked him up a pack of pirates and skeleton guys. Like little, so it's like army like guys. Like little plastic army guys, okay, but yeah. it's skeletons and pirates. pirates and then white skeletons. So we would make these forts on the beach, and Luke would set up all of the army guy or the pirates and the skeletons all mm-hmm. over the fort. Well, he's setting up his guys really into it, and I'm doing something at the in the sand, and all of a sudden I hear Luke crying, and he goes running towards the water. And I see these seagulls, and I'm like, oh, man, a seagull totally just pooped on Luke's head. And I'm like, oh, no. And then I'm like, did the seagull bite him? Because he's, like, running, he's running straight after the, the water. Oh, nice. So then he starts screaming. At this point, like, Jonathan and I he- seem to come at him at the same time, and we realize that the seagull has picked up one of the That's skeleton me, yes. guys. Flown away thinking it was food. Thinking it was food. And, and Luke is, is like, pissed yeah. and devastated. So yeah. he's screaming and crying at the same he's time. Like, no! <laughs> <laughs> no! The seagull? Yeah. But he's like, stop, stop! Mom! <laughs> The seagull flew up and he took my skeleton guys. But he's also afraid, because he's like, how can this bird just come down, like, swoop down and rip off my guys? He is so upset. And I thought the thing would have, like, bit down at some point, you know, obviously he picked it, it up thinking it was food, so at some point in flight it would have been like, ooh, let me chew on this while I'm going, and be like, this isn't food, I'm dropping this, yeah. and we would have been able to see it fall and go and get it, but no, I keep but saying, I think Luke screaming and running after the seagull Scared the shit out of it so that it's. Well, took like, off like I, I think all these other seagulls were like, whoa, what's going on over there? This is a lot of action. Maybe some food's over here. So then they all swooped in, and this guy's flying for his life, thinking these other guys are going to come take his food when it's just. So did they pick off all the other guys? I, I was screaming at Luke once I realized what was going on. I'm like, grab everybody else and start putting them away because they're going to, you know, everyone's going to come in and take the Seagulls are going to eat your army guys. Yeah. So that was our crazy. one encounter with nature on the beach. The other one was. Me getting stung multiple times by a jellyfish. How did this happen? This is... I don't understand how this played out. So what... It's cra- it really is crazy, because we've been on crazy. the beach before where we, I've it's been in the crazy. ocean and have seen jellyfish. Like, when we're in Nags Head, Greg, some summers when we've been in Nags Head, there'll be jellyfish swimming all around yeah. us, and we are just, like, kind of dodging that's what's, them. Uh, that's more interesting. Like I said, I've probably been going to the beach every year of my life since I was 10. Right. And I've seen... Beaches just packed with like huge jellyfish, and you see like ten foot long tentacles, and like what would, kind of beach are you swimming in? In Florida, I've never seen oh, yeah. jellyfish that big. Mega shark versus octopus, definitely. Yeah. So, oh my god, I've seen you know packed jellyfish beaches, and it just I've just never I've never gotten stung. So we go out there and you don't see anything. It's probably the most packed beach I've ever been on. Like people wise, people wise, yeah. just people everywhere, and like you would see people like see like oh like somebody be like oh I got stung with a jellyfish, but then like a hundred more people would be out in the water for every yeah. person who got stung. So it's yeah. just like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. So the first day we were there for like four hours, nothing happened. Nothing at all. I didn't see a single person get stung. Yeah. The next day we get there in the morning, and probably like, I don't know, like an hour in, I'm literally just like sitting in water, so it's very shallow, and I have Luke and Evelyn with me. And, um, and you know, I'm just kind of bumming around, and I feel like something on my ankle, 
my right ankle just literally felt like a razor blade was quickly oh, like, really? like just dragged across. I was like, you know, I pulled my foot in real quick. I'm like, whoa, what the hell is that? That doesn't feel right. And so I was like, oh, there might be a fish over here. Let's, you know, move in another direction. So as I start like moving to try and get up, I feel it on my left knee. And then I was like, you know, and the same feeling, just like a razor blade, like, like right across. Ah. So I was like, oh, crap. Too, and I was right? like, well, you know, something's definitely not right here. So I'm grabbing Luke and Evelyn by the arms and, like, running out of the water, which is funny because I'm kind of, like, looking around expecting everyone to be like, ah, ah, let's get out of the water. This guy's running. There's clearly something wrong. And we're just kind of looking at me like, what's he doing? And so as I'm getting out of the water, that's when I got this other last one here on my forearm. And but you never saw anything, right? I never saw anything. And later in the week when I did see a jellyfish, it was maybe the size of my palm, like, just the... I don't like, think it was a jellyfish. Round part of my palm? No, we do because they were like because people were dropping like, yeah. like after jumping. So I so, after, it, so I get I get stung. I get out and I'm just like kind of like you know what the hell is that? And I look down and like I could see like my skin like has like little I don't know pockets or circles on it. I think it was a shark, dude. No, it wasn't. I'm, I'm positive. There's no puncture marks whatsoever, dude. I'm just saying. That's so I went over to the lifeguard and said, "Listen, I got stung by jellyfish. Is there anything I could or should be doing?" And they have, like, every lifeguard station, because this is a common thing, they have a mixture of vinegar and, and water, salt water with yeah. them that you say sprayed on there. And I sprayed it on, they kind of, like, bubbled up. And then they went down, like, because you can even see with this one on my leg, there's, like, yeah. line marks. Yeah. But it's not a puncture, it's, like, almost like a tentacle. And I did hear one of the lifeguards saying that if it's a stingray, they said it, was a stingray, it would so be a puncture, puncture mark. mark. But it was crazy. Some so, people were dropping, like, so, like so that day, like, should have evolved some kind of protection against it. So do so I. So that day, like, I mean, every 15 so minutes after that... We saw, like, somebody getting stumped. Just running out. Left so and right, left and right. Point. We saw, like, one girl getting dragged out by, like, four people, like, carrying her. Louise and I look at you like, what the hell? Yeah, it was terrible. And I made a mistake, like, a couple days later, I was like, oh, I can't ever see our stuff on, you know, when we're in the water, because there's so many people here. I'm going to, you know, plop our stuff right next to this lifeguard station, just so I can say, oh, there's the tower, there's the umbrella, our stuff is right there. Well, that sits Louise, little worry ward over here, right next to an ER room, basically, where she hears, like, people like, oh, my God, I've been stung! Help me! And Louise is like, I'm not going in. I, so I I'm didn't go in the ocean. In. Like, I went into the ocean, like, ankle deep. I was the biggest baby when yeah, I Yeah, I probably would have, too. It scared the crap out of me, but it was weird because, like, Jonathan and the kids, no problem. They just go in, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I, After I'm your scared stung, to you kept death. Going in. Well, so I was out, like, I was like, uh, which, what should I do? I don't know what's going on. Louise is like, I think you're in shock. Why don't you just sit down and do something? So, like... I built Luke a fork for like a half an hour, then we went back but in the water. But then he got so hot, he's like, screw this, I'm going back in the yeah, water. But yeah. after that, he was fine. Like, he and the kids were in the water, and I'm just like, I don't think I can do this well, anymore. Well, the last thing to kind of wrap up that nature part is, so when we ended up going to Charleston later on, we was like, alright, this is a new beach, there's probably not going to be any jellyfish here. It was cold, the water was a little colder. water's colder, you know, jellyfish aren't going to be attracted to this, so, you know, I'm really hot, I'm going to go in the water soon. So, so she's walking back walking. with the girls. And Wait, she, I need to tell the story. No, you're taking way too All long. Right, I won't take like, We're way promise. over our mark. You still have something else you want to say. No, no, no. So, so oh anyway, God. I'm walking by this boy, and he's yeah. showing his See? mom and these kids this fish. And I'm like, what the hell is that? That's a cool-looking fish. And he's got it in his hands, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm kind of interested. So I go over, and I'm like, that doesn't really look like a fish. Here his dad was fishing off the pier. Or off, off the, the pier? Sh- he was fishing from the sand. The beach. Yeah, like 100 yards from where we were swimming. Well, now I'm stressed because I'm trying to hurry. Yeah, hurry up. So he, his dad was um, fishing, and, oh, it was a shark. And it was, like, 16 inches long, and it was, like, a little baby shark that just swims around in, like, ankle-feet water. And it was a shark, and he just was holding it in his hand just to make sure he didn't get bit by it in a certain way. And then he shows his mom, and then he throws it back in the water. And I was like, I'm done. I think I just pooped my pants. I'm absolutely not going into the water anymore. And the lady's like, it's not that big of a deal, you know, the the sharks, there's a sandbar out there that the bigger sharks like to go by, so the little ones just come up here. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they were very nonchalant about it. Well, so I don't think I they're like, baby sharks, I just think they're little sharks, which are fish. No, so, I think they're baby sharks. Really? Yeah. I would have eaten that shark. Oh, huh. was... I would have shown it, look, buddy. Yeah, if you think your species is going to eat me. But I was just like, I, you know, I've been going to Nags Head since I was about 17 years old every year, and I have to say, I've never come in contact with so much nature before. Louise, you want to wrap up your last controversial piece? Oh, what's my controversial piece? So, somehow, Louise and I are driving down there, and I don't know why, but Louise and I get in a discussion about, uh... Totally unrelated. I can't believe you're jumping into this, is, this one. Louise, this is all part of vacation. All right. I don't know how we got into it, but basically, Louise and I got into a discussion about... If we would feel more comfortable being, like, if a city was 50-50 between you and another race, okay. would you rather have you and Asians, you and African Americans, or you and Hispanics and or Mexicans? Uh, I, I don't know. 
You sound like Louise well, the cell phone question. question. That well, I don't like, I mean, Cleveland is kind of 50-50. Whites and blacks. You know, it's the big... So do you feel like that's, your, that's the best way that you would right, like to share your neighborhood? Is there anybody else you would like to kind of team up with? I mean, I don't know. Oh. Just, I, I clearly said I'd prefer Mexicans. Over anything? Uh, yeah. I said African Americans. <clears throat> I have no problem with African Americans, and I would. I think it would be hard for another people speaking a different language, and then you're kind of like, oh, what are I they talking honestly, about? Honestly, I do, like, uh, some of our email discussion today, maybe you call it, like, none of that bothers me. I don't, I don't even think about it, like, Mexicans, Asians, Hispanics. I find Mexicans to be more docile French. and friendly. Uh, you know what, though? So if, you talk to, if you talk to people from like Arizona. who've lived in Texas, or yeah. live, they, they have a big problem with the people That's that because from Mexico, the tides are turning like down there where the whites are becoming much more the minority. No, no, no. They're not becoming the minority. So. The population is just increasing, and they say... The problem is, Texas is also right next to Mexico where they're having like the craziest well, drug no, rebellions right now. I have, right I have now friends in San Diego. Executing people left and in San Diego, right. in Texas, Arizona... And those are the places they complain about Mexican population all the time. I don't know what it is about the Mexicans that they same. complain about. I don't particularly care, but whatever. Well, I, I definitely think it's like a homelessness issue and, you know... See, as far as what I see up north, Mexicans are, I don't know, quiet, peaceful, not loud and in your face as I find a lot of you know I mean? African-American people to be. Don't you if think you go he's to... totally... What's the word? Like, he's... Oh, well, you're stereotyping, dude. I mean, white people are clearly obnoxious, too. But, like, you know, if you go down to Texas, dude, and you see a Cadillac drive by with, like, gold rims, and there's two Mexican guys in it, and they have, like, Cadillac, yeah, and, like, and big letters across it. But, but I'm just saying, that stuff's everywhere. So people down there are like, these Mexicans causing all this trouble. These Mexicans. But, I mean, the real reality Basil Marceau. Basil Marceau. <laughs> I'm Basil Marceau. We won't have any blacks or Mexicans when I'm mayor. There's actually some, uh political statement that they played on Stern where this guy's like, I believe that the driving test should only be in one language. American. I've That's seen where that we guy. live. Yeah, I've seen that guy. So if I win, we're only taking this test in one language. Yeah. Vote for me. Yeah, he's a raging douche. I've seen him. I forget who he is. Like Alabama or somebody. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Alright. See, Southerners, I'd rather live 50-50 with blacks or Hispanics than with Southerners. What about Asians? Asians are fine. They don't bother. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they have all their animations and they go, oh, 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 and they laugh at stuff. What? I think, I think Louise and I actually are having a long debate about would we rather have our children bring home this race as a boyfriend or girlfriend, Ooh, this race, this race, this one. race. To me, like that's always like an issue. I think for our parents' generation. I think it depends on like like I, the no, person. I, I think I don't of care. like I it really has nothing to do with race; it just has to do with character. I think it depends. I agree with you. I would bring home a girl of any race. I mean, I have dated girls of different Ethnicity. ethnicities or races. <gasps> I didn't know what to say. I have seen girls of different colors than my own skin. I've tasted the flesh of the world. I have tasted. Darker berries. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright. This is getting inappropriate. Just like we like on Awesome Train. Yeah. Alright. Next song, taking a break. This is The Suburbs by Arcade Fire the South. Song's great. I love this one. Download it. Yesterday, I think. Uh, yes. Come back. I have what I hope is going to be a controversial question. Possibly oh, get yeah. Louise to leave the studio. Stir the pot.
We're back. Greg, blow the whistle. Here's my question. Here's my question. Here's my question. You guys, here's my question. Like I feel, I told Jonathan that since we've come back, oh, yeah. I feel like well, he always got a has like a twang. southern thing going on now. Cussing and embarrassing. And I, ma, that's embarrassing me. I enjoy cussing me to out. Southern people on the phone at work. I sometimes deal with people down south, and they're very soft-spoken and slow and deliberate, and I enjoy talking to them. Because I talk to people in New York City, and if you talk to them for more than 30 <laughs> seconds on the phone, they are pissed. <laughs> What's this? What's that? Gotta go. Bye. Yeah. Really annoying. Southern people, they make chit-chat, they talk yeah. about stuff. They Life is you. easier in the South, Greg. It is. I like it. I right. support you, Southerners. Greg? And Blacks. Louise. Yes. My question for you. If you were, could be guaranteed to have a superpower, and you only had to have sex with your mom or your dad... Oh. Would you do it? No. No. You would be guaranteed a superpower. Dude, I don't care. That's so yeah, weird. Yeah, so nasty. You can close your eyes and just get flight out of having Jonathan, sex with your mom. Would you? Could you? This is not about me, guys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's, let's okay. Let's the tables yeah. No, you guys answered. I this did my answer. No. Yeah, I don't believe you, Greg. Not. You don't believe me. I would bang my mom to fly. I think you would. <laughs> I think you're wrong because I just said I would not. That I think if somebody said, Greg, I can give you the power of flight. now. Now, you and Louise, I adore my mother. I think we know that. But you and Louise know above all people that the one person who can get on my nerves more than anybody else is my mother. It I would not matter. bang her. I would not bang my mom. The she annoys fat me. Lake. <laughs> like, fat Lake? Like what? Fat, <laughs> the Fat Lake? No, the fact that like it's your mom. I'm not attracted to my mom. And, oh, Jonathan, seriously? I didn't Did say you even it. question it? Louise, I'm throwing this out to you. I'm I don't know how it, bad. I'm throwing it back at you. I'm throwing it back at you. Yeah, I'm not answering it. I already answered it, but I think you should answer it. I'm not answering it. I did answer it. I said no. Well, you? first of all, what kind of... If you could have a superpower, Jonathan. what would it be? I, like, I'm so grossed out, I don't I just, even want to have a conversation. I don't know what kind I'm of done. superpower you would want. I'm done with the conversation. Now, is this the conversation that pops up in Howard's turn? Yeah. Because it's so nasty. I like so it. I like show, yeah. It's not hilarious. It's just well, remember, what's, what's, that, what's that contest they horror. do where it's like father-daughter, like... Yeah. That's just wrong. That's like, just how far will they take it? Like, brother-sister... Uh, the best on a side note is they recently interviewed somebody at Comic Con and said, "If you could have any superpower, what would it be?" And one guy is like, oh, "I'd like to have the powers of a wolf." <laughs> That's like the most random thing. <laughs> it's like you know, I could smell really good and like sense things. I, I wouldn't mind the powers wish, of a wolf. Dude. I definitely wish I could fly. But I mean, of all the superpowers, you're gonna be you're gonna wanna have the powers fly. of a wolf. I'm just Telekinesis, saying. flight. Dude, the guy wanted the power. Don't judge his power. Don't come down on him. That's the weirdest thing on power. People. I'd want to have crops growing in empty lots. And I'd want to make sure that the gold fringe was removed from flags. Uh, no, he wanted to get rid of the gold fringed flag. <laughs> Which I don't know what... I think they were saying that's the American flag. I, I don't want powers as much as I would want... Like, for example, I, when I'm sometimes at work, I wish I had claws so I could just murder people all the time. <laughs> Which, Why does it have to be claws, ex- I was going to say, or I, I wish I could like... like Massive beams or shoot, like lasers. fire out of my hands, yeah. anything like that. Yeah, that no could just like somebody's talking to me. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to talk to this guy. <laughs> like you but then I just realized that I just want to murder people, you, and honestly. I powers have nothing to do. Like I could just have a gun. <laughs> like, oh, you're, but you're why bothered. not do it in the cool mutant-like way? Whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you can right. those claws from the guy. Do you honestly like picture that when you're pissed off at work? No, but I'll be walking down the hall. I'll be like. What if, like, I could just blow up this whole side of the building with flames that I shot out of my hand? That would be fucking awesome. All these idiot people that I hate would die, and I could blow up all the software and computers. That's really scary for some of our listeners, and they might think that's really scary for future employers. For those of you who work with me, this is all just uh, (laughs) shtick. And for those future employers out there, good luck. Um, Let's hope I don't get those fire powers. (laughs) Uh, I think that the only thing I've ever I won't get them because I'm not going to bang my mom, so. The only thing Swing that I the, corner, the only right? thing that I've ever thought of having is <laughs> I, I sometimes wish that I had flu powder like Harry Potter where I could just like what is it like you something like it's not evaporate but you you transport yeah you like transport into I wonder if these farts are making it on the air I hope so like you transport into like you know like you you know. That was the longest explanation of teleportation I've ever heard. Well, you evaporate into, you know, you, know, evapor- you turn into, like, you know, was, fireplaces. I was kind of thrown off by your No offense, flu powder is lame as fuck. You have to, like, jump into, like, a chimney, wind up in another I'm chimney sorry, in, like, your friend's house. 
Yeah. Just saying. Sorry, Swamp Fire. Honest to God, I think flu powder is worse than powers of a wolf. <laughs> you are a judger. I'd rather have flu... Well, what's the boot key that they use? What's that called? What? The port... You know what you... The... Flu powder is you have to have a fireplace. Whereas the other thing in Harry Potter is you can, like, turn this Gatorade bottle into oh, a yeah. what's that portal. Transporter, I don't know. Uh, I just, I thought it was that's just how they kill Cedric Diggory. Like it was a port key. I'd rather have the power of port keys if I had to choose a Harry Potter power. But you have to bang your mom to get it, so what do you do? I would find a wizard, wizardly way to have sex with her without actually doing it. All I heard was that you would bang your mom and I'm going to it. be wizard-like. I would come up with a clone of myself. Uh, okay. That's how wizards would do it. So then oh, you would still get the power. Huh? How does that get you the power? Because then your clone would get the power. You have to oh, bang your mom. Then I have a whole other issue on my hands. Oh, you have to bang your mom to get the power. Do you do it? No. <laughs> didn't Are think you so kidding me? What and about you your dad? To... You guys have totally even oh, left yeah. out your dads. I would oh, also yeah. bang my dad. No, that's a different story, <laughs> Louise. Why don't you say so? Grizzly. That's gross. <laughs> Um, speaking of extraterrestrial, though, I have to tell speaking you guys... Speaking of extraterrestrial, what the <laughs> hell are you talking about? <laughs> Nobody said extraterrestrial. Well, what if you had to, like, things? pet your dad's face yeah, and, like, get romantic come with him? On. You guys, I what don't want to hear what about if you had your rom- petting What if you had to romantically kiss your mother? <laughs> <laughs> with oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> I'm sure you're listening. Uh, I think I'd probably right, consider listen. it more if I just had to French my mom. Oh, oh that's so like the fact. At least that think about how it, fast I could go somewhere. John, I, I, I wouldn't. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, Louise. What if you? Would you rather? <laughs> what about dry humping? <laughs> Come on! I think you're just now. You're just totally. <laughs> I'm trying to find something that you'll bite enough. off on. No, you're. I'm trying to find something you can bite off on. What if you? Like, I'm John. thinking, okay, maybe it's not your family. Maybe it's, I don't know, our crazy next-door neighbor. What if you dry-humped our na- ne- crazy next-door neighbor? I would probably do that before I bang my mom. Ew. What about... What if you... Would you ha- would you rather have to make out with your mom for an extended make-out session where you were both topless and you had to caress her boob, <laughs> or just blindfoldedly bang your mom? I think... <laughs> Hold on, let's visualize this. Please don't visualize this. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Bang my mom with the lights on. Anymore. Oh man! Or close. What? Wait. Tops off. Yeah, like I'll go like, with tops off. <laughs> I'll go with tops off. I think that you're being a douchebag. And this, this is the part of the conversation where I question who I chose as my partner for the rest of my life. Who is cannot do Oh, man. Um, speaking of weird things. Speaking of extraterrestrials. <laughs> Greg, I'm reading a book that I want you and Jonathan to read. Honey, we need to wrap it up. We uh, yeah, have we... 48 minutes. Well, I want you guys to read this, and I want the listeners to I read it, too. I need to process what just happened. It's an, it's an excellent book. I need a minute here. Ready? Okay, go ahead. Abraham Lincoln, the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Like, it seems like it would be awful and corny yeah, yeah. and Twilight-ish. No. But it's absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, like it's, no. It's very, it takes, like, huge mysteries in our history. and it, History is <laughs> mysteries. And it spins it in such a way, but I'm telling you, the way the writer, the way the author portrays it, it grabs you and it makes you kind of half believe that there could be vampires out there. It's very, it's a very good book. I think you and Jonathan both should read it. I'll probably read it. I had some other random news stories to get to, but we are over on time. I'll only read it if Jonathan reads it and tells me. Come on, I'm sorry. I need him to screen it for me. No, you definitely like Greg. They talk about the Lost Colony and how like they. I'm not like a history person. Hey, hey, Oprah's Book Club. I'm not Not here. I'm not interested. So it's okay to talk about your mom's breast. Yes, this is what the awesome train is about, Louise. Until you came on board. We were talking about pee boners and everything else. Urinating in the shower. Yes. We weren't talking about, hey, let's have a book club and I'll read this and talk about extraterrestrials. I'm just saying. Where were you going with that? I recommend it as a good book. What is extraterrestrials? We have some listeners. What would you say vampires are? They're not extraterrestrials. Why? They're not from another planet. First of all, I'm not. They don't even exist. Let's throw that out there. Greg. Second of all, they're undead. They're going to be part of the zombie apocalypse. Prepare. Well, whose side are they going to be on? That's the question. Zombies? Yeah, I would think They're so. They're going to take advantage. You ever, see, you ever see the Andy Samberg skit where they do like, 
he's doing Twilight, but it's the Franks, and they're all Franks, like Frankenstein's. Yeah. Firelight. Firelight, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one's good. All right, we Link to that. All right, yeah, wrapping it up. Thank you, everybody, again for joining us on the Awesome Train Podcast. Oh, by the way, everybody, thanks for the frozen hot chocolate recommendations. Yeah, everybody, thank you for those frozen hot chocolate recommendations. We've enjoyed none of them because you didn't say anything. Guys, when you're around your mom, keep it in your pants. <laughs> Unless you have your shirts off and the lights are on in a heavy makeout section. And superpowers may or may not be granted upon completion. <laughs> Unless you really want wolf powers. Dude, let me see this album art. <laughs> so anyway, wrapping up, this song is uh, Major Laser. And La Rue. Mixed up with La Rue. So this is... This is like that pop hit. This song is like a pop song. This is her song, Bulletproof. And you, this whole album is free. She could go on a Major Laser. Album? Yep. Laserproof, as Greg called it. All right, everybody. Thank you. Hopefully we'll be back on schedule sooner than later. Eat it. Eat it raw. <laughs> That's what Louise likes to say. Oh, what? What the hell? That's so out of context. Okay, here's a quick context. One of the first times Louise and I are on vacation with my family in Florida, we go jet skiing. And we're like out there, you know, she and I are sharing one. And we're out there like pounding across the in a jet ski. She's like, yeah, eat it. Eat it raw. Just like screaming to the ocean. <laughs> we were like, what the hell? I was like, what are you saying? What the hell does that even mean? Eat it, eat it raw. Eat it raw. Be the times it was like a wave runner. So every time we'd like fly up over a wave, it'd be like, yeah, eat it. it That's awful. Louise's X game mentality. Yeah, it was awful. All right. Thank you, everybody. Come back. Peace out. Peace out. Boobs out. <laughs> Peace out. Boy,